Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. And the month of September 2022, we talk about Paul... The guy from the salad dressing. (laughs) Yep. The salad dressing race car guy. Race cars? I know he's into race cars and that is the extent of my knowledge of this man. I, I knew of him from... The salad dressing. Yeah. Because there was yeah. so many colorful pictures of a smiling face, and he had a different costume for each flavor. It was pretty cool. And it actually... Uh, the there's questionable a, sombrero. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot really to dive into with that, and we'll get more and more into it because we could talk all about it. We're talking about the movies of Paul Newman. Yes, because he's and, an actor. Yeah. He's he, an actor, yeah. not a salad dressing. Yeah, guy and, you know, I just... Today I learned. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, I, I tossed this idea out, thanks, thankfully it got accepted, because I read something, like, one of the last interviews he ever did was he was very, very proud, but yet somewhat regretful that people would remember him eventually for his salad dressing more than his movies. And his companies yes. and profits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but yeah, I'm like, you I'm, know what? I'm that guy. I, Let's kind yeah, of look and yeah. see what Paul Newman did. So we pluck, yeah. we're going to pluck some movies out. And his Caesar uh, dressing is really good. Yeah. Anyway. And it's just there. And this tidbit on that, he started that company, Newman's Own, in 1980 with his daughter when his one of his daughters realized that there was not much, like, there's not much we can really do to help people or... You know, what can you do with all the money you have? So he started the he started it in order to build up money and he donated all the profits to charity. You know, various yeah. traffic, you know, like nuclear uh nuclear disarmament, uh UN, um several other things that he did, but it's Paul Newman. And today we're talking about somebody up there likes me. Which is a movie from yeah. nineteen fifty six about mm-hmm. a boxer named Rocky. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like a, yeah. bo- a, a boxer. Well, he's from he's from Chicago, not Philly. So it's like that's a little different. No, yeah, he's from New York. And then he's he from to, New York. Yeah, he had to travel yeah. to Chicago. Yeah. Well, he, I thought he was in Chicago originally, and everyone knew, there knew he was kind of scum, and he went to New York, and that's where he got his new start, isn't it? Um, That's what some, I thought. Yeah, no, I think it was a New York thing, maybe, but it is based on the life of an actual, uh, an actual boxer, Rocky Graziano. Oh, all you right. know, and um, you know, and I wonder really if the real Rocky Graziano was was so much of an angry, angry man. He was. Okay. <laughs> he was, and it's. I read excerpts of his book, and it's a an autobiography that he wrote called "Somebody Up There Likes Me." stories about my life and uh, where you see that you know, movies like that that were based on a true story where half of it's flub or it's a little bit like it this is like 90% reality oh I yeah this I, you know, a lot of it happened I didn't research it much but I did yeah, uh, yeah. read I think it was just a person commenting well he approved of it so it probably can't yeah. be that real no he did an interview with uh, the the real Rocky Graziano died much uh, you know died much later obviously but um, he did do some reviews of this movie saying no he's like yeah that's this is stuff that legitly happened and they were very very close to the actual book itself um, you know some things they embellish on a little bit although he said like he never really he did go AWOL, you know, from the military for a few months. 
Um, did he punch yeah. out his sergeant? But he did not punch out his sergeant. I was about to say, because I'm pretty sure that's uh, more than a court martial. Yeah. That, that could get you into a lot, like, real serious shit. He wouldn't be able to really run nope. that much either. No. You know, he wouldn't really be able to run that much at all either. But seriously, when anyone ever is really getting, um, you know, trying to run away or anything like that, or, or really getting heavily disciplined like he is in that scene, Guards are always right nearby mm-hmm. in case would, the situation does get alone. out of hand. Yeah. yeah, he would not have been alone in that office. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it, it, although it was kind of interesting though. But the first part of the movie, yeah, he does get kind of he gets get kind of insane. And okay, you look at I like, have an, I, my yeah. guess. I I mean, I'm not like a psycho a psychologist or anything, but I'm guessing. Yeah. Maybe he had some raging ADHD, mm. and, but he didn't have like sports as an outlet. Yeah. I mean that makes sense just for some of the some of the performance we see. He can't. He like, can't. His dad was you know had a, was a similar career thing. Yeah. Similar career, he and also he has he's very he's restless. He can't seem to focus at any real time. He's constantly moving. It. I mean the the symptoms fit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's all there, the yeah. Hyperactive yeah. type, because, you know, there's also the type where you probably sit still a lot, but your brain's hyperactive. That yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's my guess. And, um, I feel, I'm guessing that boxing ended up providing him a, an outlet for that physical activity. And mm-hmm. since his dad, like, was a boxer and I don't know, he's training him, punched him in the face. Uh, when he was just a little kid. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't want to do the boxer thing because the only boxer he ever knew is is his dad. Is his dad, and his dad he's not cool with his dad. His dad. So his dad is a has was an it, issue like, with authority. Yeah. We're gonna say yeah. in twenties ish, like the to- something like, like that. Yeah. The years when this when this move like the twenties. Yeah. When they when they when they're drafting. The yeah. 40s. Okay, yeah. so World War Two then. Yeah. Uh, yeah but well, I mean, off. at the point when you mean he's a little kid and his yeah. dad's trying to his, show him how yeah. to defend himself like in his, front of his drunken fucking friends. Yeah, yeah. his dad is yeah. a man from yeah. the 20s, yeah. which is even uh, which or, is even rougher than yeah. a man from the 40s. Like yeah. you never, you don't cry, you don't show emotion, you just you suck it up, you deal with it, you do all this other yeah. stuff. So there's all that to him at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he because he finally broke. Yeah. Yeah, over time when he learned what the hell to do, and I think I think it's kind of interesting because this was the first string of, you know, or at least one of the early movies that really cemented uh, Paul Newman was really like the anti-hero actor, that he played that particular type. It did okay, remind me of Rebel Without a Cause, probably yeah. because to, of yeah. the... Yeah. What's yeah. His yeah. Name? So Salmino is, uh, yeah, is mm, in there, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. I knew I recognized yeah. him, but I couldn't place it. Till I just yeah. thought he looked like a little baby Elvis, kind of. Yeah, yeah was, with Teddy from Pete and Pete. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was going to say like Elvis and Ralph Macchio. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, degree, he was yeah. The, yeah. The clingy guy, in yeah. Rebel Without a Cause. I call. I just. I can't yeah. remember the character name. I just call him Not Danny. I thought yeah. he was like. <laughs> Not Danny. I thought he was like Car- Carlos. I don't know. Yeah. Rebel without a cause. Just, I want that that name pops into my head. I could be wrong. He just yeah. reminded me of Denny from The Room. <laughs> oh, hey Denny. Can I kiss you? But he was like obviously in love with the whatever the other. Denny, I think the main character taking that. was. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. Oh, hi doggy. Yeah, but he, you know, he, it's yeah, just room lines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. That. I was just like, I can't remember where I 
what I was talking about. Yeah, Rebel Without a Cause, he played oh, a character yeah, yeah. called John Crawford, which is known as Plato. Oh, Plato. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. way off. Okay. Yeah, so this movie does obviously star Paul Newman, Pierre Angeli, Everett Sloan, Steve McQueen. Is it Pierre? I was just like, Pierre. Like, Where was yeah. Steve do you, McQueen? Do you have, I don't remember. Steve McQueen played, a, char- played a character, Fidel. Uh, it was actually one of the buddies that was running around with him. Oh, okay. I was about to say, yeah. it must have been a side one, because yeah. I don't... Okay. Ro- uh, Romulo Salmino, uh, Ellen, he- Ellen Heckart, uh, Robert Loja. Robert Loja. Oh, my God, it's Robert Loja. Oh, my Loja. God, it's Robert Loja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Robert Easton, Harold, uh, Harold Stone... And several others like Frank Campanelli, Ray Strickland, um, a man named Judson uh, Judson Pratt, Billy Nelson, David Leonard, uh, uh, Matt Carley. Wow, I fumbled that one. Sorry. And uh, yeah, just uh, just some of the hey the guy briefly the guy from my favorite Twilight Zone. And yeah. he's also the dude who sold the tribbles in Star Trek. Yes, that was... Oh, uh, God, yeah. Mud? Yeah, Romulo's, yeah Romulo's attorney, Stanley Adams. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, see, yeah, you, you mentioned Star Trek. I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, it, I think it was Mud. Yeah. I think his name was Mud, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a there's a shady kind of kind of there's a shady dude named Mud, but I'm not a hundred percent if he was the true yeah. guy. I will find out. Yeah, so, um, so a couple of notable ones. I mean, it's uh, Pierre and Jelly. Actually, you might know it from her um, her twin sister more uh, more than anything. Uh, but she had um, uh, her. It was more of an Italian name, but it was Pierre Patricia Pierre and um, and, uh, Marissa Pavan, who, um, who did a lot more, uh, than that. Unfortunately, uh, Pierre Angeli actually died very, very early. Um, Steve McQueen, obviously everybody knows who he is. And Robert Loja, oh my god, it's Robert Loja. Is it Pierre or is yeah. it Pierre? Pierre. Pierre. Oh, I thought like Pierre, like the C structure. No. Pierre. You, you were saying Pete, Pierre? No. Uh, Pierre. Whatever, man. Yeah. It's spelled like the. Yeah. Hell, Water yeah. Ellen thing. Ellen Heckart was actually one of those that was very very. She played um, she played his mother, uh, but she was very very well known for uh, protect, for being everybody's mom, in almost okay. everything that she does. So I'm give I mean, up on you. Yeah, she. <laughs> I, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, now. she. She played the mom. Everybody played you know the mom and everything. Um, She's probably well known. I wish Joss was in this episode because uh, she played the mother in a very, very, very good movie just before this. It was called The Bad Seed, huh. um, which was a really, really, really super good old black and white horror movie. Um, and and so for, what it's, for what it's worth, don't worry about Joss. She's just having the nerve to go out and be social. No, what the hell? God. Yeah. That was like a work thing, so not entirely voluntary. Well, it, it's not entirely voluntary, but yeah. Voluntold? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's less. It's, it's somewhere yeah. between those two. Yeah, uh, I wanted to just point out one other thing too. Um, we did stress that this was the 1956 movie. There is another movie called Somebody Up There Likes Me that is in the 2000s, starring Nick Offerman. Okay. Completely different freaking movie than this. It's 
Um, you know, Nick Offerman playing an older, uh, you know, an older mentor to a young guy who uh, gets married and cheats on his wife constantly, and that's basically the it from the movie. And I just like, yeah, that movie is terrible. I, and I just double checked that it. it was Cyrano Jones who brought the triples in. It wasn't. It wasn't mud. It wasn't. It wasn't, har- it wasn't oh. hardcore Fenton mud. Oh. <laughs> Mud showed up a lot, though. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. We're good. We're good, man. So, I mean, there's not really a lot of, like, physical notes on the actual plot of this movie, but a lot of good things about this movie. I mean, this was actually surprisingly good. Yeah. I I liked it more than yeah. I, you know, again, yeah. as seems to happen a lot with yeah. the older movies, I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah. I, I, I had a little bit of trouble finding it. Because getting it through, well, at least for us anyway, with our new TV, getting it through Google is a little weird because Google and the brand of TV we have don't apparently cooperate. Oh, but I did manage. I did manage to find it on Facebook Watch, (laughs) Mm. and it was a fairly decent copy. It got a little, you know, fuzzy from time to time, but wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. If you do watch this, we found it on YouTube. Yep. If you watch it with the captions, it is really bad. The cat, the captions on Facebook Watch are. Um, yeah, they try. Yeah, <laughs> they try. I felt like that was more like they. A lot of times, I notice captions will truncate the what is yeah. said into, so you know you can or, read it yeah. fast enough. Or it this, jumps. Uh, so this, yeah. yeah, the one I watched, it would either jump uh, through a couple of conversations, or <laughs> it would struggle with the with his accent. Yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. he, he had the, ah, come on, man, yeah. kind of, that, like that kind of. cartoon Brooklyn. He had the cartoon Brooklyn accent going, and the, uh, the, the auto, auto captions were having trouble. <laughs> I mean, Just like, was... and I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but in case we've got any, any, like, new listeners or anything, if you want a fun time, yeah. find a YouTuber with any kind of accent, like <laughs> British, uh, Irish, uh, so- Southern, um, you know, just anyone who's got a discernible accent mm. and put on auto-generated captions yeah. and just, it's it's glorious as YouTube's algorithm tries to figure out what the fuck they, ju- they just said. <laughs> it's especially great with the Scottish because half the time the, the captions just go unintelligible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funnier one, too, actually, I took your advice on that. Yeah. And I found a New Zealand woodworker. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, who is just a guy on YouTube talking about you know different things to do with woodworking? Yeah, and he's talking about a plan to rebuild a deck. But he's yeah, but he's saying uh, it in, yep. in the Kiwi in the Kiwi way. He's in, it's yeah, dick. Yeah, it's like you're gonna go work on the dick. Yeah, ah! <laughs> it's like this would look really good if you want to stain your dick. You're gonna stain your dick. And I'm like, I this Ow! video, but just, <laughs> but just watch the captions try to figure out what happens, and especially because the YouTube one tries to be you know advertiser friendly, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't get it, and it almost breaks. And you can see, the, you can see the system can, having a stroke. You can see the algorithm going. I I can't. I just <laughs> and then it falls I want over. To, but no. <laughs> but the um another fun one to watch is the hydraulic press channel because yeah. that guy's from I think it's either Norway or Finland. Yeah, and they and oh, auto auto caption cannot handle him. I do oh, love that. I somehow I think there were a couple of videos, because yeah. um, I was um, that I was in, that were in French, and I think I somehow got it to do auto translate on the French 
Uh, yeah, like to do auto captions for the French and then auto translate the captions to English or something. Oh wow! Wow, yeah, I, I, yeah. I couldn't do it for all of them, but I yeah. Like, I, I gotta imagine those are some uh, some interesting captions. It's just like, yeah. well, I get what you were going for here, but this this particular syntax, man, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, even even just trying to. Uh, like, well, Joss has been doing that with um, some of the manga she reads. Uh, like she yeah. gets like super into it, and she's yeah. like she's like, "But I need to know what happens." But yeah. the, yes. the next three chapters are still in Korean, yeah. so she'll steal my phone and use the Bixby Translate to figure out what's going on. I'm like, "You, you know, this isn't super accurate." She's like, "It's close enough." Hey, I, I used, get the idea. I use I, I somehow download transcripts made by auto translators, not auto translator, you know, auto captioners on YouTube. To translate Holmes and Yo-Yo episodes from French to English poorly, but I got the gist. Yeah, because yeah. like pictures. like I'm pretty sure that's not what he said, but I get what he's saying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, there's, yeah. The, yeah, there's some of this with this. If you watch it on YouTube, where this movie somewhere up there likes me. Yeah. I mean, Paul Newman loses himself in this role, and from what I yeah. understand, he loses himself in a lot of roles, but he becomes... He's like method actor sort he, of thing? He becomes the anti... I guess so. He was good, uh, but uh, a yeah. little cartoonish, but yeah. that's just like the character's voice. I think... His character's just intense. Well, this oh, is yeah. kind of a very cartoony character himself. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, it's like, where, when I yeah. say cartoony, yeah. it's not necessarily yeah. a flaw. It's yeah. just... Oh, I'm not saying There's it's a flaw an either. Yeah. To this oh, come on, guy. How you doing? Let's go ahead and let's just go. I gotta beat people up over here. <laughs> I, you know, I'm. In the, yeah. I'm uh, well, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something. Like, if he did remind me of a Moses like type too, you know. I feel yeah. like the candy store guy was more yeah. of that type. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it's still, he remind. Yeah, he remind. Yeah. The candy store guy was oh, was was almost straight up Moses like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I'm just a candy pusher here. You come in, you want a black and white. Whoop the freaking boot. I don't think yeah. um what yeah. I don't think yeah. Rocky ever paid back for the paid him for the ice cream yeah. no the soda after <laughs> No he didn't. After no. the guy was lecturing yeah. him. You know that so many people think that they you have to pay the price yeah. when you get yeah. the soda. I don't yeah. know, it was a metaphor for consequences. Yeah. You pay the price when you get what you want. You pay, okay, you have a nice, you know... You order a soda, you yeah. gotta pay the bill. Yeah, so it's like, okay, you have something really good come to you. You have to work to upkeep that. You're in a nice mm-hmm. relationship. You gotta work for it. You gotta upkeep it. I think that I think that was the metaphor he was going for. Um, but, you know, he does... Paul Newman does play Rocky Graziano, as we mentioned. You know, he has a very difficult childhood. He's beaten up by his father. And it's a very difficult scene, pretty much right from the rip. Oh, yeah. You it's, know, it's, it's yeah. uncomfortable right from the word go. Yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, a drunken guy just punching. And I just boxer. Yeah, like, I, get you, yeah. Get your left up. Get yeah. your left up. Block it. Come yeah. on. Get your left up. And he just yeah. straight up just, like, levels his kid yeah. and into I just a corner. It's not just that. It's because one of his friends said yeah. something about, I don't know, yeah. maybe he'll... I can't remember because he was a washed up boxer who never won this championship. Yeah. So somebody mentioned something alluding to that. And that's when he gets pissed off and punches his kid hard in the face with the glove. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And. So that yeah. was a nice show. Don't. 
Like so that. we we yeah. get and we get an awful lot of yeah. uh, time jumps without, yeah. without any real warning yeah, it, in this just, movie. Right from the rip, though, I just wanted to say: Did you expect him just to go? That's my purse. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, it just it's yes. it, it's it's almost set up. It's the same scene from that King of the Hill episode where he's trying to teach Bobby how to fight in his garage. Yeah, and he keeps punching him in the face. Yeah. Oh, like, no, put your hands no, up. Put your hands up. That's my purse. <laughs> and it come back from commercial. Like, yeah, he, we'll find the left one at some point. Didn't when he was didn't the little kid Rocky run off and there was the police chased him? Yeah. I forgot why. Mm-hmm. Did he steal break a window? Yeah, well, he broke a window. He broke a window for um There was a picture of a, a boxer yeah. on an ad for Which I'm assu- I'm assuming it was his dad. Yeah, that, you know that he looked at, so he wanted to be able to just you know get through it, just to get something for him. But obviously, the police caught up to him. You know, joining street gangs and undergoes a long history of criminal activities. I mean, he's in and out of prison, and he then the, yeah, he solves. He tries to solve all his problems with his fist. Yeah, yeah, he's it, just like when watching. Uh, just like when when watching uh, Stranger Things, we have yeah. Jim punch your problems Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> this is Rocky punch your problems Graziano. Although yeah. his real name is Barbella. Barbella. Yeah, it's a little close to Balboa. Isn't yeah, it? right. Yeah, but I, I guess he um, didn't he pick his stage name from a bottle of wine or somebody was like like the wine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was kind of caught. He was kind of caught off guard and just kind of made it up. And that did <laughs> that Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, Peter Griffin. Damn. Yeah, the yeah, and then he sent to prison after. And yeah, I love it where you know the scenes with his mom where he's trying to you know first where it's like okay you're home you're home for good yeah mom I can't really see you right now ma. Yeah, I got. I gotta go. I gotta go try to do something here, and then he does a lot of other stuff. And of yes, course, don't you know, worry about it, man. Don't yeah. worry about it. And I have no yeah. idea how old he was supposed to be at this point. Um, the magical age of the thirty-four-year-old teenager. Probably. I mean, school never comes up, and no. he's not working a job other than you know criminal. And, and what yeah. school he did go to was when he was younger, and he refused to actually go to what I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I don't want to say college because at that time, not many people did go to college, possibly high school. So maybe he's supposed to be yeah. seventeen, eighteen when he's having his long-winded, no angry yeah. fight with his dad before uh, he before he takes off. I would say, yeah. I mean, I, I would say he's somewhat in that. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, somewhat in that in that respect. He has to be. Yeah. He has to be. I mean, and also just judging on that, where he got out of prison and then got drafted into the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where it was really super needed, and you know, there was a time where the uh, the U.S. Army was going after prisoners. He was drafted, uh, and yeah. you know, immediately saw it as just you know an, as another form of prison, yeah. and treated it as such. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, where before that though, where he does go into it, where um, you know, there's interesting points where it's like any other movie, I think, where you see the mother in the prison, you know, saying, "You gotta straighten up, or you're you're no longer my son. I can't do this. I'm not sleeping." Anyone else? Anyone else? Any other movie that would have failed? Yep, it would because it it's would not have worked. But she she got it. She got yeah. it. She got it perfect. Yeah. I like, they, I don't, they have that interaction, because on the one hand, it's like, geez, she can't control him, but on the other hand, he he loves her and doesn't want to, and yeah. he knows that he's, 
his antics are making her sick. And but he doesn't know anything else. He just yeah. doesn't. He doesn't know why he does what he does. He just no. doesn't. Believe. He's got since he's got vicious vi- uh, violence, uh, violent streak, and severe anger issues. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to deal with that because it was the forties, and we don't talk about feelings. Mm. Yeah. Men don't have feelings. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I mean that that I believe like even on a personal side, um, I talk about my family a lot on the show. Like I, mm-hmm. I firmly believe my grandfather in his life had depression. Mm. Like major depression and had sleep problems. You know, my grandmother later in life told me that, you know, he used to sleepwalk every now and then. Um, eventually where they ended up, you know, sleeping in separate rooms later on in life just because they just kind of needed to, you know, she needed to sleep, he needed to sleep. Mm. You know, just to have, you know, have separate times. But I mean, I firmly believe because that man used to smoke like a chimney yeah. just to get away with all of it. And, huh? uh, you know, just, you know, just get to, away from it, you know, to, oh. you know d- to de-stress. Yeah. Like to get away from it. And I mean, I firmly believe in, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and cause cigarettes are so goddamn expensive. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, Rocky Bar- Barbella here, I mean, probably has a lot of stuff because we see a brief moments, you know, brief times where he's stealing stuff. His friends are stealing a whole bunch of stuff in order to get suits. Um, and you know, you see like a little, yeah, yeah, you see a little bit of criminal activity here and there. Um, but there has to be a lot more that didn't go right. Yeah. Or like, was a real super close call. Like we see, we see the, the, the wins, but there's, you know, the, the, the people who, who win the most are the ones who have also lost quite a a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot in in general. Someone who's good at something has failed more times than, than you can imagine. So as we said, after his release, he's drafted into the army. He runs away, but there's also there's he's not really, not really doing well with the army at all. You know, oh, yeah. up at roll. He's, you know, he's not big on discipline. Yeah, he hears the roll call, gets up, which was a big problem in World War Two too, mm-hmm. as well. I mean, because you know the 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 country went from a you know it was one of those times like similar to World War One, but it was even greater in World War Two. Where the country went from peacetime, not really any, you know, people had a lot of problems themselves and were really focused on themselves to everybody together, absolute nationalism, everybody focus on one thing and let's go go get Hitler and get the Japanese. The, the world like, went insane almost yeah. almost oh, overnight. Yeah, and it's it's similar to what happened, you know, in like a modern day, similar to what happened on 9-11. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just all of a sudden, every boom, like... You know, which does create a lot of the anger, but also, I mean, you got a lot of people in World War II who were in the military who were like this, and it was one of those times where there was a lot of disciplinary problem because the U.S. military wasn't really that big. You know, before then, it suddenly went from, you know, a, a small unit that could protect a small country that was fairly in favor of isolationism to, all right, let's go ahead and kill everybody. Here. To America, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, it, it like, became yeah, the yeah. police. Yeah, within, you know, months became this massive fleet. Yep. So, um, he, needing money, he becomes a boxer when he runs away and he's AWOL. Finds that he has a natural talent. He gets six Isn't there fights. Somebody in the army or something. Yeah, yeah, there, there is. Prison. Yeah, 
yeah, there's a, he meets a man in prison who says, you know, when do you yeah, get out? Yeah, yeah, Peppo. Yeah, a man named Frankie Peppo, who uh-huh. is Robert Loja. Robert Loja. Hey, listen, look over there, it's Robert Loja. <laughs> oh, as in, oh, oh my look. God, oh, my it's God. Robert Loja. Robert Loja. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite family day cutaways in general. So he wins six fights in a row over at the gym. Uh, has a lot of trouble, but he goes to try to meet Frankie after he gets around here. Gets six fights in a row that he wins, which is really, really good. Especially for someone who's had no actual training in it. He just knows how to hit real good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the the army finds him, though. And there's actually a really good scene where he's fighting and all the military people are there. And you can see on their little lights, it's like... What the hell? Oh, oh, shit. He's yeah. like trying to hide yeah. from him. What the fuck? What, what, what do we do? Um, you know, he gets dishonorably discharged and serves mm-hmm. a year in the United States Disciplinary Barracks, which is now mm-hmm. known as Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. Meets a uh, person who's able to help him out. Ah, and, that. Yeah. That's the guy who's Yeah. Uh, which I really don't have the notes. I actually forgot the guy's name, but um, I believe it's Bryson who... Um, Helps him out to be able to get him, you know, get him into it. It's so, okay. You, that's, that's where you said he's, you got one other thing: hate. Oh boy! That yeah. no one else has. You use hate to be able to try to get something. Yeah. Get use something hate together. Fist, you know, yeah. Use it. Use the hate. I, I think it's a uh, invented uh, frustration. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Actual hate. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, hate really is just fermented frustration. Yeah. When you yeah. get down to it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is here. Um, what's everybody else's thoughts say on this? Although later on when he's yeah. doing a lot better, he's it's not like he gets worse or anything. No, but it's because yeah. he has an outlet now. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if it was just hate and not like pent up for I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, but he also has a better direction because when he sees his mom in the, you know, in the uh, prison, you know, it's like, if you don't straighten up, I'm going to disown you. And like anybody who, you know, most stereotypes is like, oh, my mom's disappointed. Oh, God, no. Yeah, he doesn't immediately change, but that's like where it starts. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can't be in prison again. And even when the warden is still waiting, okay, you got three more minutes of your sentence. You're going to go, every, you know, you're going to take care of it. And a good line there where he says, okay, you're released. It's like, how about that? Two more minutes free from good behavior. They released two minutes early for good behavior. Hey, how yeah. about that? That's good. There's uh, some amusing yeah. things in the movie here and there. Like oh, yeah. Little moments of levity. They were funny. Yeah, we laughed I mean, out loud. Yeah, they were funny. Exactly. I'm like, damn. Huh? I mean, it's a drama mostly. Yeah. Yeah, so... He begins working his way to a title. His uh, sister introduces him to his to her friend, Norma. Who immediately they fall in love, and this is based on a real life person, Norma Unger, yeah. uh, Norma Unger Graziano, who um, really just became really the love of her, his life. And um, reading a little bit about Rocky, he actually um, was one of those. It's like totally uncommon and rare with celebrities because he became a real big celeb through boxing, but he was never unfaithful to his wife. I'm like. Oh damn, that's a big thing. Sad okay. to say that is that is something. Yeah. Like, like um he did that's, a that, l- that's not nothing. 
He did some things later on after his uh, career in boxing where he did a little bit of acting, but he refused to have love interests. Right? And if yeah. he did, where it's like there was a little, like a skit something or whatever he did on a comedy show or a game show where yeah. he had to be in a skit where someone was like, he refused to kiss someone. Well, yeah, like, that, that can feel like, yeah. even if it's, just, if it's just for acting, that can still feel weird. Yeah, you know, it just like wouldn't he refused feel right. to do that. It's yeah. just, but there was a really like it. It goes really fast in this, where it seems like they're together all of a sudden. But because um, we yeah. have, a, have a bunch of time jumps there, and, yeah. I, and I like the whole him like insisting on like yeah. getting her home kind yeah. of thing because he keeps trying to walk away from it, but he can't seem to understand what it, what exactly it is that he's feeling yeah. because yeah. all he's really known is like anger and hate his whole life and he's just he doesn't want to admit that he's in that he's like falling for her (laughs) and and that's why every time he in the movies he's making fun of it when they say oh i love you he's like ah fuck this i gotta get out i can't deal with it because he can't deal with it it's not an emotion he he is familiar with it's not something he knows and it makes him feel really icky yeah. Because it's a feeling he's feeling and he doesn't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. And eventually he kind of comes to his senses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a great scene, though, where he misses one of his fights and he mm-hmm. has to explain yeah, to the commissioner. Because he, he was chasing his girlfriend yeah. and, like, yeah. I, I, I screwed up, man. I yeah. realized I can't. Sorry, I chased her all the way to Brooklyn. And she was crying and all yeah. this other stuff. I was like, you know, if you told me any other story, I'd say get out of here. But you know what? <laughs> it's just, just as corny, so you can stay. No, it's you can it's so places. corny, it's got to be true. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that one. It's just like, yeah, you know what? Okay, I get it. Yeah. Which is a, kind yeah. of a quiet way of that character saying, I've done, you know, love is a special kind of stupid. Yeah. I've done stupid shit too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he starts his new life clean, he rises to the top, but he loses oh, to Tony Zale. Tony Zale, the, Played the by Count mid- Shepherd. middle heavyweight champion, I yeah. think. Yeah, because he's not, like, Rocky's not a big dude. No. Like, he's, he's tall and yeah. he is, you know, built, but he is not, like, he's not, like, he's not going to be going up against Butterbean anytime no. soon. He start, didn't he, did he start off in lightweight and then move up to middleweight? Yeah, he was, um, he did, he, you know, Rocky himself was five foot seven. His uh, official weight in most, in his professional career was 158 pounds. Okay, I guess they did 155, that's probably what Paul Newman was. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like one one fifty five and a quarter. Is yeah, they kept saying. Yeah, yeah. At least for I'm just like, oh god, I weigh more than that now. Yeah. What the fuck, how am I gonna lose this? I weigh almost. I weigh almost double that. Don't worry. Yeah. So he starts a clean life and he's clean, but you know, a person who he knew from prison finds him and blackmails him to throw the fight. A bar will let know. Will let people know there's an honorable. You know that you were dishonorably discharged. Um, which is pretty... It's sleazy. Pretty damn sleazy, yeah. And it's I, and goddamn slimy. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you, Peppa. Yeah. And I looked into this, and I really I really did. I looked into this, and this was one of the things in boxing that, you know, because, uh, you know, there were so many veterans mm-hmm. at that point, you know, in the 50s who fought and everything, and if, if they... You know, people threw the fights. That was one of the most common things they used for blackmail. 
at that time and you, say that like we'll say that you were dishonorably discharged. Whether it's, yeah. whether it's true or not, that's that's yeah. it. that would be enough for yeah. What were the consequences? Kind of yeah, that it would get out there that says you were dishonorably discharged. But I feel like it didn't. When it, yeah. w- it in wouldn't this matter. Case, it didn't. Law, yeah. like as far as laws go, well, yeah, it wouldn't actually it wouldn't actually matter, but it would absolutely, utterly destroy his mm-hmm. popularity because yeah. we're at, at that point we're in post war America, yeah, and veterans are like at this point at least we're seen as heroes and all this. Yeah. And if you were dishonorably discharged from the military, you're not American. You're unpatriotic. Yeah. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and if somebody just, who... It would have... It, yeah. But legally, there would be no real did, repercussions, but it would destroy yeah, his reputation. Did it have consequences in the movie? Well, yeah. I mean, it kind stopped of. for a little bit that, you know, there where he had to go and... Is that why he, everyone in Chicago hated him? Or was well, yeah, he Zale wasn't, he wasn't, a Chicago guy and they were like... Tony Zale too? was a Chicago guy. Okay, so they probably... Know, was, yeah, was a Chicago too. guy, but it's it, he eventually lost his license, you know, his license and to box. The reason he, but the reason yeah. he lost his license wasn't anything to do with the yeah. dishonorable discharge. It was right. the fact that he wouldn't Come, come forward and say who it was yes. that threatened. Yeah, because the whole because it's the no snitching rule. Yeah, the the thing with the uh, the he was being blackmailed for is that they wanted him to throw a fight to place a bet. Right, and he yeah, wouldn't and do he it. he wouldn't yeah. do it, but he also didn't. He, he didn't pull a uh, Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction and go out there and just kill the guy. He instead faked an injury and yeah, like went to Ooh, Miami I got a for a month. Cake. Ooh, I don't feel very what good. What I don't get is when the police are questioning him and they bring the guy in along with some others and be like, are these the guys that did it? Like, shouldn't they have a secret signal for uh, Rocky to give so he doesn't, you know, screw himself? Well, they probably would do that now. It's like, yeah, they yeah. should have, but yeah. like they probably, at the time, yeah. nah. He's like, yeah. no, he's like, so we're going to awesome. get you in trouble. Yeah. Like, well, just look at him. He just, like, the first couple of guys that had nothing to do with it. He's like, I don't know them. I don't know yeah. these guys. Then, then, then the, yeah, the guys come in. Then Robert Lozier yeah. comes in yeah. and he just he, he just straight up freezes like a deer in headlights. Yeah. Like, he just kind of shrieks. Yeah. And he's like, ah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do you mean? Just look Obviously. at him? Is it like, you know, oh is it, yeah. Okay. Everyone's talking Can't over each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But is it like, just look at him? Is it like, uh, <laughs> um, Oh, is it is this it guy? Like Do you idi- think? Is it like idiocracy? Mm-hmm. Your Honor, just look at him. I mean, look at him. He's all stupid and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah. Just look yeah, at him. Right. Listen yeah. to the way he talks. Yeah. But uh, yeah. also, one of the other things just backing up with that is just um, a lot of, for boxing at least, um, a lot of the prize money was based on ticket sales. Mm-hmm. So if you had somebody who they knew was dishonorably discharged, generally a bad dude, sick tail, uh, tickets wouldn't sell. Yeah, t- uh, like ticket yeah. sales would plummet. Like yeah. people, there would yeah. still be people that would go, but it would be a yeah, massive. It would, yeah, drop. nobody would make money, and then you know eventually they, you know, what you want to be is you want to be the one that's high up on the card that gets the payday. Mm-hmm. It's similar like wrestling now. I like the yeah. Yeah. um yeah. when Norma. Yeah. Um, tells him, "Oh yes, please get me some like yeah. walnut something something ice yeah. cream." It didn't seem that weird though, yeah. but it's yeah. like, wait a minute, pregnancy craving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we do that too. Well, he uh, gets some. Um, 
gets the uh, Benny up in the middle of the night in order yeah. to do it that one. I wouldn't do this for anyone but you, Rock. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like, oh, it's, uh, it's not like it would be my fault if she were pregnant. Pause. <gasps> Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, would, I would have expected more like, I don't know, pickles and ice cream or something. That's usually how the pregnancy craving joke goes. Yeah. It's got to be like disgusting. It's good. It has to be a weird combo. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was cute. And then then we have a brief montage of showing him coming home from fights with bandages on and his daughter's been born and she's just a little baby. And every time she looks at him when he comes home, ah! she cries. That was my. That was one of my favorite switches. <laughs> and yes, yeah, like, oh, mommy, it's just daddy. Yeah, it's like she's yeah. getting a little older. She realized, oh, it's just dad. He's covered in bandages again. Yeah, yeah, but the, what's funny is the switch because <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh, Norma is like at first she's comforting the baby and like yeah. it's just daddy. Yeah, and yeah. then when the girl gets older and then he comes home and his eyes his open. eyes swelled shut. He's got a huge bandage yeah. and, and, uh, and Norma. Was like, oh, yes, and then and then the little kid is like, "Don't worry, mommy, it's just daddy." Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna share this story because okay. I'm pretty sure Joss would if she were here. When she was like real little, like two, maybe three, mm. her dad had a beard, and one day he decided to shave his beard, and for oh, I think no. it was for something for like a solid week, <laughs> Joss wouldn't get near him because she didn't recognize him. They just like a clean shaven face, like you're not my dad. Who the hell are you? And she wouldn't like it. She she refused to have anything to do with him. We can we can bring it up next week and have her clarify. But I do remember her telling that story. Damn, and dude. Yeah, I remember um, with my godson Rowan. Mm. I remember uh, when he was again real little, yeah. maybe about two. Yeah, like I took my glasses off in front of him at one <laughs> point. And he freaked out because, like, I just I just pulled part of my face off in front of him, apparently, and he's like, "Oh!" and he's not having it. It's like I love that about kids. Just like, "Oh, Jesus!" Parts came off. What is this? But cats don't freak out if you take your glasses off, do they? No, I I remember though a similar thing. I think we had um we had a cat. His name was Fonzie. And, um, that was when I was about eight, nine years old. My dad did the same thing. He shaved off his beard Mm -hmm. entirely. I don't remember why he did it, but it was the only time I ever saw the man without facial hair. Yeah. Like, I think one of the only times I ever saw his actual chin. He's you know, like, wow, and, you have one. Holy yeah, crap. and if you've seen, you know, you've all you've seen my dad too, dad. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's the length of beard he's had almost all my life. You know, and sometimes even more than that. But he, um, you know, he did that, and the cat was just almost like stereotypical cat, like coming around, and hissing, our back arch, looking around, did not want to go near him. I just want to hear the cat doing the meow, 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 thing that some cats do. (laughs) Uh, uh, But that, yeah, it's just that, that was one of my favorite switches, and I think one of the best couple moments is when he loses the fight to Tony Zale and he gets home. And she, and she, and she purposely she, riles him up a little bit, but uh, then sets because, him right. Because she's, no, because it finally yeah. clicked with her yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah. This is his, this is his, his life. Yeah. And he's talking to, yeah. to Mama ba, uh, yeah. ba, Barbella. Yeah. And she admits, Barbella. and she admits, yeah. I made Nick, yeah. I made, that's the character, his yeah. dad's name is Nick. Yeah. I made Nick stop fighting. Yeah. I made him leave that life to be with me and not realizing that that's his world. 
Yeah. And she realizes that, you know, that mm. demand kind of broke him. Yeah. And te- she tells that to Norma. Norma's like, I don't like him getting hurt all the time. Yeah, she yeah. never but, comes to yeah. watch the matches. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. but this is, this is, this is, this has given him purpose. This has given him yeah. reason. So at that, when he comes home and she riles him up and just holds that, holds out the lamp to let him punch, that's her kind of accepting that and just being like, supportive. I don't yeah. like it, but I'm being supportive. Yeah. Kind of thing, which I thought was a great it was moment. Good. It was good I acting, was too. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised that she took an active role. In yeah. the, she was She didn't just like show up, be the love interest, and fade off in the background. Yeah, she wasn't, yeah. The, she wasn't the kind of quiet, shrinking violet in the corner. She and, like, I mean, uh, to a certain extent, but she also didn't take his shit, either. Yeah, I think that's actually what elevated it a lot more, too, because you yeah. don't see the stereotype there. Yeah. Well, you know, it, like, you know, he comes home, and then she'd be like, you know, there with a steak or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he had a yeah. pinball machine in the house. Yeah. That was, I'm like, what? Yeah. is that a pinball machine? And then he was playing it. It did seem kind of cool. See, if I, I had the money, I would. Yeah. Like I like I I think I've mentioned if I ever do hit the lottery I'm gonna have one crazy rich person thing yeah like I I, I don't I don't want like big fancy fleet of cars I don't want to live in a mansion I don't want a no. boat I don't care about any of that stuff I would get just decent house my parents and my sister would never have to worry about you know rent or paying for their houses again whatever that kind of thing and I just get like a raised ranch or something yeah but. In the basement, there would be a bookcase. And on that bookcase, there'd be one green book called yes. Greed. And if you pull it back, it'd open up and it'd be a lair. Yes. Now, it'd probably be full of Transformers, so it's not exactly a supervillain lair, but it Aww. would be a lair. Yeah. Lair. No, I I totally agree with you. That would be my one crazy rich yeah, person thing. I totally agree with you. At least have a secret room. That would make it amazing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would make it amazing. I feel like I stepped over you for something. What were you going to say? Um, I'm sorry. I, I may have as well. I'm sorry. Said, yeah. uh, it was more before when yeah. everyone's... Yeah. I call it talk chicken where yeah. nobody knows... When yeah. to start or stop? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's even worse when it's online. Yeah. So, oh wait, no, you go ahead. No, you, no, you, yeah. no, you. No, you. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I I thought that was yeah. Uh, oh, I I didn't like the little detail when the was the manager guy comes over yeah. and he was babysitting the kid. Yeah, and, and she and she cheated him on cards. Yeah, and he like, was like, oh, a card we, shark. We played casino and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. You should, you should see her uh, throw a game of jacks. <laughs> that was cute. So whenever there's like a, a match or something, she's listening on the radio. Mm-hmm. Later yeah. on, his parents are listening on the radio. Which I kind of miss that. Yeah, yeah, everyone gathered around the radio. Yeah. Listen to Little Orphan Annie. Yeah, I miss that. And I, I remember when I was a kid, one of the things that we used to do on... Um, during the summertime, like my grandmother would have a whole bunch to do for some, some reason. I don't, I still don't know how she found it, but she found it on AM radio was the price is right. Huh? And don't know how. I and it was heard a TV show yeah. on the radio somehow. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just hot. It just somehow she found it and she would have us listen to it as we were driving around. And I, it just, it seemed like, okay, like, it's kind of out of the era a little bit, and in her era, I'm like, okay, that seems interesting. And, and that's that's and, straight up a line from uh, Bowling for uh, Bowling for Soup, 1985. Yeah. You know, sitcoms, game shows, on the radio. Yeah. Yep. 
And it's just, you're right. Yeah. Now I get that in my head. Yep. Thanks. You're That's welcome. actually a cool tune. Um, but yeah. I've wanted, this, to, uh, I've wanted to make a version of that called like 2005. So yeah. instead of U2, it's YouTube. <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't know what else to fit in there. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah, they should update that. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah, but it's, and um, I remember for a little bit of time, and this is really going in the recesses of my memory year. But, like, my sister played softball mm-hmm. for a little bit, I think, because her friends were doing it, so she did it, but it didn't really last very long. But we got to listening to baseball on the radio. Yeah. My sister played uh, Little yeah. League Baseball, too. Yeah. And she was, the, she was the one out in, uh, which yeah. is, where, where, where do they put you when you're more busy, like, chasing butterflies? Is it right or right field? Right field. She was off in right field, just like, butterflies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. Yep. So at least it was. <laughs> you see, I played little league basketball in my because you know I'm tall. Of course, I want to play yeah, basketball. Right? No, I don't. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, I was. I, I played basketball. Yeah. My my position was anywhere the ball wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but you know, I miss that of just listening to it on the radio and you have those like did hit like days. I don't really, I don't really watch sports now. I, I really don't really care for it, but what you're happening to be there. If I'm watching something or I'm like hanging out, like earlier I was hanging out with my parents and they flipped over to a baseball game yeah. and you could see like every blade of grass on the field. Yep. And every little thing, and you could see, like, some guy who was behind the stands, he was eating something or other that looked like, you know, that put on a thousand pounds, or it's like clogged he's an artery, and you could really tell he farted right at that one moment. Like, he's over there eating a chili dog, yeah. and you can just, like, see the dust from the from behind the seat just go, Poof. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you could see that he farted right there, and it's like, I'm like, there's too much detail here to pay attention to. You know, but it's just that, that scene where everybody's just, you know, even at the end where, like, everybody's listening to the fight and everybody's just kind of crowded around, almost like, um, um, like a, like a Truman Show thing where everybody, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. around, like, in the diner listening in on Appo- things. Appointment TV. Yeah. Used to call it. And you never, yeah. you, you don't see that anymore in the age of streaming. Oh, yeah. It doesn't it's like exist. you watch, you watch what you want when you want. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, some some stuff will still have that, like game yeah. of like the was it this House of the Dragon thing is yep. like every yeah. week at a certain yeah, I mean, time. Yeah. A lot you of get that. Get yeah. You get that still, but most stuff is just like, blah, there it is. Yeah. Watch yeah. it. Love it. Yeah, Hulu does that. Love it. Yeah, Hulu does that where it's gated a little bit for a while. They um, um again with the Stranger Things, yeah. uh, the this most recent uh, season, yeah. they had like the last three episodes. Yeah. were separated by, like, I think there was, like, a month between the two. Yeah. Because, like, the final episode was almost three hours long. It's so, yeah, yeah, it was a full-on movie by itself. But, yeah. like, Wait. for that chunk of time in between, it's just like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I want to know what's happening. Are we at the part where he's got that last that last match? Or I don't think we covered the whole... the. Was it a trial or something? Well, there's, yeah, there's, where he loses his license? Yeah, there's yeah, a lot there, of not because a lot of, he wouldn't come forward. Not a lot of notes on it, but yeah, we're right about there where uh, and he fakes the injury and um, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing a little bit. I can but, explain. No, it. go ahead. He yeah, um, yeah. He he doesn't want trouble, so he's not going to 
he never admitted to the cops who approached him, and he just like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, the, the officials figured out that a, a bribe was attempted, and they know that he didn't take it, so it's like, you're not in trouble per se, but if you don't tell us who so it was... No. Then you're breaking a regulation, yes. and we'll take away your license. It's like, we don't want to, we don't want to screw you, we don't want to mess you up, but, I mean, it's part of the no rules. Choice. Yeah. So they do take away his license, and then he finds on a newspaper his horrible secret has been... Has been leaked page. anyway. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I thought that was a nice touch as far as writing, like, ah, oh, and it was yeah. all for nothing. All, Fuck. Yeah. all of that, and it gets leaked anyway. That just makes you know when you get a when you when it gets a reaction out of you know an audience member, yeah. like that, you know it's doing something right with the yeah the writing, yeah, especially <laughs> the way like, oh, no. yeah, yeah, and especially the way he cinematically cared. that was that was shot, you know, where everybody looked at it and the audience was like. You looked at it and you saw their faces, and they're, like, they're oh, shocked. Jesus. But we don't we don't see what they're yeah, reading at first until and then, yeah, and then we see like, what, oh, what it is. And you're like, it's gonna Dude, be for nothing. It happened anyway. God yeah. damn it! Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah and then, uh, Norma's saying, "What more do they want? You know, yeah. what more do they want?" I think was her line. Yeah, it was like, "Do you want blood? Yeah. Is that it? Do you yeah. want blood?" Yeah, he gets. He gets set up. He's got to go to Chicago in order to fight Zale because yeah, the Illinois the Commission sh- doesn't care. The, yeah, the oh, Illinois Commission okay, didn't didn't yes. agree with the New York Commission, so he is still able to box in yeah. Uh, to yeah. He is still able to box in like Illinois, Chicago, that whole that area, but he doesn't want to go because he's a New York boy, and he and if he goes to if he goes to Chicago, no one's gonna want him to win. And it'll demoralize him. And and he does end up kind of demoralized because he's walking around and like walking around Chicago and oh, yes. nobody really necessarily knows who he is or if they do they just kind of give him the stink yeah. eye or yeah, they tell him yeah. you, know, you suck. Norma yeah. about the taxi driver staring. He's at just him the looking whole time. at me. Yeah. He didn't even say anything. Yeah. Even if he said you know drop dead that would have been something. But he yeah. did, he just looked. Or yeah. they're training. He's like I got to go somewhere where there's noise. Right. Yeah, I need yeah. noise and tall buildings. This is this is driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, when does he? Um, I think it's after they have a fight in the hotel, though. Mm. I forgot what it was. Over. Yeah, the, it's it's about the whole. Um, he, he's being demoralized, and she's trying to like talk it, trying to like tough talk him out of it, but he's in such a state that it's not really working. Yeah. yeah. And he ends up taking off. I think she. Did she say something about his dad or something? She may have. Yeah, Again, I'm trying. I'm trying to recall exactly what it was, but some something triggered him, and he basically just immediately jumped on a plane and went back to goddamn New York. Yeah, because mm. it's I'm just like I need tall. I'm going to take a walk. I need tall buildings. God damn it! <laughs> and he ends up going back to New York, going and seeing Benny, and you know has his realization of. I mean, basically. He, Benny is effectively his like conscience almost. Yeah. yeah, he goes there and just like it's the guy that says the thing that he needed to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then uh, yeah, I forgot what it was. He said, "Oh, I, I just know it was the speech about the soda as a be, metaphor for consequences." You got to be willing to pay for the so- for what you get. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not sure why that was a thing or it, it may not have motivated it. Yeah. It may not have even been a necessarily, like, super important thing, but it was the exact thing he needed to cat- to just catalyze his brain at that moment. Yeah. It's like, I've, I've been there in certain situations, just like, 
something finally clicks and you're like, fuck, okay, I get it. All right, okay, I need to go, I need to fix this kind of a situation. I think that's what happened there. It was the, it was the thing he had to hear at that moment to, to break him out of it. Right. So then he visits his parents. Well, his well, dad. His, his dad, ultimately, because his mom's out. And, and I was kind of wondering, maybe he was just looking to talk to his dad alone. I had a feeling that perhaps potentially, he was. yeah, potentially, and that's what they end up, you know, arguing because that's what they do. Well, I think he goes from the the soda jerk. He goes and he sees his friend yes. who's oh, yeah, still yeah. running or running from the cops, and he looks like he, he almost yeah. looks like he's high on something. Yeah, because he's like, oh no, I'm going to get a flower stand. It's going to be yeah. the best the best bookie joint in the city, and this that, and he's like, he, his eyes are sunken and dark, and like they he's. Well, yeah, but it's like it's it's even more so in this particular scene because he's he looks he looks sweaty, he looks unkempt, he looks like he's run ragged, and it's it's Rocky looking at his past. Yeah, he yeah. sees. I can't remember yeah. the character's name. Something with an R. Yeah, uh, the, Ro- Romulo. Romulo. He yeah. sees Romulo like this, and he's looking at himself. Yeah. Like, what could have been? You yeah. know, what, what could have been here? And even he gets... Um, what could be? Yeah, or he, and he gets back. advice, too. Where he's like, well, why don't you say, settle down, marry a girl, you know, have some responsibilities. Wait, that yeah. was earlier. Yeah, though. right. But then he says, what could he done? And then, you know, but I think he he took off because he was getting nervous because everything was just becoming so real. You know, there's a baby. He's got this... He's going to get this world title fight. Mm-hmm. And if he, he wins, you know, then there's a lot more that he can do. And oh, then, yeah, you know, we find... You know, he brings back some ice... The, yeah. the, the, that ice yeah. cream for her. And yep. it's yeah. like... Again, yeah. oh. see, and it, I was craving walnuts. How'd you know? <laughs> see, and, and it may not actually be ice cream that he brought. Who the hell knows what was in that bag? He, it sounded like he was just making it up. Yeah. And she says the walnut thing, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. so we, that, that's know. the pregnancy signal." Yeah. <laughs> the run up the pregnancy Screw. signal. <laughs> You're just peeing on a stick. You, you just uh, be like, "I want the ice cream with the walnuts." The pregnancy symbol is just like an outline of a belly. <laughs> uh, but he uh, ends up, he does win the fight, but the fight is, the fight's pretty good. The fight's brutal. Yeah. It's, like, ne- neither one of them are, are like, yeah. you know, no quarter asked or given, and they are just beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. I do yeah. I do love the line at the end of the first round, and he goes to sit down, he's like, Man, he hits hard. Yeah. And his manager was like, well, hit him back. It's legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the fifth, he's like, look, I'm wearing him down over here. I say, I got, I got him. him right where I need him. I got him right where I want him. I was like, do you know who I am? Give me a hint. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hint. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yeah. I got this. Don't worry. I got Dude, this. He does come back, get some really good. He ends up winning the fight, and then they have this big parade at the end. And, and him and Paul yeah, in, in the car. It's yeah. like straight up ticker tape parade. He's yeah. got all of his friends in other cars yeah. in the parade. Yeah. And yeah, it's just this, you know, yeah, we nice. we love you, Rocky. Rocky's the best. Yeah. He's he's always welcome here yeah. at the at the drugstore or yeah. this, that, you know, all these banners up. But there is a really good point here, and it, it took me a little while because I was at the gym earlier, and it, it hit me. Is now it's like where he's fighting to try to get everything, and he wants to keep everything, and you know through the whole thing. And then when he says it to, to his wife, and he goes, you know, someday I'm going to lose the title. 
It's like this it's, is all gonna go, but that's okay. It's it's yeah. him accepting, uh, yeah. finally accepting that he, that content. losing is something that can happen. Yeah, just but but just being content that something can happen, but just being like, okay. Yeah. Did he find yeah. any different? Because I know yeah. one concern was um, that Norma said that someday he was not going to be able to fight, but I'm still going to have to live with him. Yeah. Did that ever, was a. Yeah. I think that was yeah. the line that sent him out the door initially, yeah. because oh. I mean, because yeah. if you think about it, it can that can sound kind of harsh. It's not how she intended it. Yeah. Because it's like it's her thing. It's just like and when and when he's broken, I'm like I'm still going to be here, yeah. but he's like ha- like what's he going to be like? Ha- what what kind Don't of a person? Don't put all your is eggs in one basket exactly. as far as how you define yourself. Yes, your purpose. Because, like, the way she said it sounded a bit harsh, but I don't think it was intended that way. But he, like, he was in such a state that he heard it that way. Yeah. He can't really see himself as being anything but a boxer now. Anything but a boxer or loser and, you know. Yeah, the, either way. So if he loses one, then, you know. Yeah, you know, the terrible self-esteem. You know what? I get it. Yeah. yeah. So I wondered if by the end he found any a backup source of purpose. Well, is they had the kids. It's like, yeah, his yeah. family. Yeah, his family. The kids Audrey and the family, and whatever, yeah. the ne- whatever the next kid ends up being. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like when she, when she cheers because she... Yeah. When, uh, Your daddy's a kid. champ. Yeah. I have, have to, to go pee. To, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, The little kid could care less. She's like, yeah, okay, mom. Yeah, that little girl was a woman, Angela Cartwright, who... Okay. Uh, Angela Cartwright, most well known as Bridget Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Um, and also uh, on the long running uh, Danny Thomas show, in which people. Danny Thomas has kind of lost the time a little bit. I'd about to say, I don't yeah. recognize that. Yeah. Didn't, well, didn't he uh, sing some of those songs that was in Fallout games? Like- yes. And uh, yeah, okay. that you would know, but Danny Thomas also. Uh, the Danny Thomas show in. In a way, was um, responsible for things like other shows like Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, and others. Like, a, like yeah, he was like background, or he was like no, he was a producer. Okay, yeah, he yeah. was a producer of that. But his particular work in acting is lost in time. Hmm. But Kaz might remember Danny Thomas from the very famous Dick Van Dyke episode that you always crack up when I mention it. Is it the one about the walnuts? The walnut episode. I'm not sure what Danny yeah. Thomas had to do with it. The one that he's I have 20, 20, 20, 20 vision. Oh, he's the one who said that? Yeah, that's oh, him. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I, that's I him. I so, remember yeah. Laura riding out of the closet on a yeah. wave of... Um, yeah, on a wave of walnuts. Walnuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, this is a really interesting movie. I mean, mm-hmm. somebody up there likes me. Like, uh, I, like I said, I found yeah. it on Facebook Watch, and uh, as far as I can tell, it was free. I don't think it yeah. is like anything being uh, it's... any copyrights or whatever oh, at the moment. Yeah. I think I'm getting uh, Danny Thomas confused with Danny Kay. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's worth the. It's Danny a... Kay was yeah. did like some of that. If it makes you feel any better, as soon as I heard the word Danny, I was picturing Danny Phantom, so I was going to lay off. Yeah, I, I, I know I got confused with that. Anytime I heard Danny Thomas, I immediately thought Dave Thomas. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you want like, a burger? Yeah. And some racism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie was actually inducted. It is on the uh, AFI list. It's... um. Oh, 100 Years, 100 Cheers, which is the movies, uh, the movie list that we used back last April. 
Um, so it is uh, one of those that is nominated for it. It is still up, but it is one of the top ten sports films of all time. And I don't even like sports, and I was having fun with this one. Yeah, this this one is, you, know, you don't have to be for this. I mean, yep. this is a really, really well-done flick. I mean, it's, and if there was any sport that I would end up getting into, like, actually participating in... Esports? Yeah. Well, oh, no, I, I'm I, I'm past 40 now. I don't yeah. have, I, I'm a, I'm a grandfather at this point. I don't have the, re, I don't have the reflexes required, and I don't think competitive Final Fantasy counts for anything. I am still so. having trouble with my... Uh, what is it? Twenty buttons that those RPG mass MMO mouses have. Oh, um, I have, I have it right here. It is. Yeah, I got 12, that one. Uh, nope, sorry. Well, not counting the twelve. On the top. My personal one has twelve extra buttons on the side. Yeah, mine too. And um, I keep having trouble mashing the wrong things with my thumb. And I'm like, my thumb isn't like that. What is happening? The game, the game that I play with it is Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Hello, maintenance-free uh, company, if yeah. you're listening. Um, in in that particular game, you can change your your class like on the fly, just like boom, oh. boom. You can be a same character can be all the classes. And what I have bound to the mouse is different depending on the class. So if I yeah. haven't played it in a while, I'm like, shit, what button do? Oh god, what am I doing? Yeah, I, I try to keep it uh, the same as the number keys for the attacks. I keep, in Guild Wars 2. I keep 1 to 6 up for the keyboard because I can reach those easily from the Wasad keys and everything else is on the side. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was uh, Somebody That Likes Me. Um, we're going to take a quick pause. We're going to talk about 4041 Media and we'll see you on the other side. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Hi, and welcome back. So, we have fantasy casting now. Alright, so, I have, I have one. Um, again, it's the... You know, our patron saint, uh, 4041 Media, for any new listeners, that is, uh, um, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yeah. My brain. You were, yeah, Dan just went blank oh, for a moment. wow. Whoa. I just straight up, my, my brain just went modem noise. Yeah. A, okay. <laughs> it's been a long week. Anyway, yeah. yes, Christopher Walken, for some reason that, like, just... The entire concept of his name was just like, like click click, drag it out of my brain. Like if anything, the anything, uh, he should uh, give uh, Rocky a watch <laughs> to motivate him. I want to see him as Rocky. <laughs> just just this angry, he's like I'll I'll kill you, I'll knock <laughs> your brains out. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's seventeen. Okay, fair. Shit, fair. hell. Hmm. The only other one I had here was um, Tony Danza as Rocky. Oh, jeez. 
Because you kind of go the stereotypical Brooklyn Italian thing. Hey, Mo. But let's just go like full Italian. Like full stereotype. You're the most popular Italian. 29. <laughs> right. Okay. Now I'm thinking of so, Welcome Back, Connor. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah but like, yeah, like, but, yeah. No, Epstein? No. Oh. Oh, John Travolta? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a better one. Vinny Yeah. We just put what? Put the... 22. Okay, yeah. That's a, just put the sweat hogs in yeah. this movie and see what <laughs> yeah. happens. There's a lot yeah. of sweating going yeah. on and learning, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I got to hear. Hey, Ma! You know, yeah, yeah, you know, Vinny ended up in prison here. You know, he got out of here. What happened? Yeah, he disappointed his mother. <laughs> yeah. I was also thinking how I would like to see, um, you know, the the from, uh, the parents in, from The Shining yeah. as the parents. Oh this. God! Yeah. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh, Jack Torrance would not have. Uh, oof. Yeah. yeah, man. He would. It uh, would turn into horror pretty quick. Danny. <laughs> Rocky. Oh, God. The connection I have to that movie, though. Yeah. yeah, just because I look, I I know I've said this before. I've looked I, when I was a kid. I looked just like Danny Torrance. Yeah, like I <laughs> I've just seen the pictures. And my mom used to. Uh, my, my mom didn't like. She was aware of it, and my dad knew that it was that she didn't like it. So he'd have me go up to my mom and go, "Red room, red room," and do the uh, the, finger the finger thing. thing yeah. <laughs> and she, she would be like, "Oh God, that's not funny," and then she'd go and slap my dad. And then I would start doing that without having been asked because I thought it was funny. <laughs> that is great. All, I didn't yeah. understand it. All I knew was it yeah. made my mom go, Jesus, yeah. Bob. And then. <laughs> yeah. So let me add to that, though. If we have the, the sweat hugs in here. Yeah. Oh, they do that. So you think one of his friends might have got out of prison because Epstein's mother gave him a note? Hey, God, you got to get out of the army. He's got to go fight and go to Chicago. Why? He can't lose his license. Sign Epstein's mother. It's like he's got a note. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is probably lost to time on most listeners, but, I mean, Welcome Matt Carter for the first two seasons, pretty damn funny. You know, it was, you know, silly sitcom. About yeah, pretty damn funny. The third season, absolutely terrible. You know, which is why it was ended because they tried to get way too serious with some things. But yeah, very, very special after school episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know um, Gabe Kaplan who played Cotter was fired. Ugh. And Can't uh, welcome back yeah. Cotter without Cotter. Yeah, welcome you, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the show was was pretty much titled Welcome Back at that ah, point. Okay. You know, he was fired, and then John Travolta went off and quit because he did Saturday Night like Saturday Night Fever. Yep. At that point. So he's, he came back every once in a great while, but it was just the three, you know, it's just uh, Arnold Horshack, Freddie Boom Boom, and, and Epstein, just the three of them and the principal trying to save it. And it, it really just, it did and, not work. And you lose a, lose a big chunk of the dynamic yeah. and it just yeah. comes yeah. apart. Yeah, and then, um, you know, somehow I think uh, Cotter's wife, uh, you know... Um, Julie was working in the school for some reason. There was always she was there just to make an excuse of why Gabe wasn't there. But uh, it's it's still the first two seasons pretty damn funny actually, uh, with silly sitcom and seventies humor of all one note jokes. But man, it was good. It was good. Like, uh, they were one note jokes, but the notes worked. <laughs> yeah, they were funny. They were good. They were good. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, you could replace Rocky with. 
Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> now Boxing he's a wall. Yeah. Boxing day is a very dangerous now day. Now he's a wallaby, and maybe he has to have a jackhammer competition yeah. instead of boxing. Uh, there, I remember there was one episode where Rocco learned how to fight. He was actually learning how to box so he could uh, fight his old bully. Oh, I am now known as Foofy No-No. As Foofy No-No. Yeah. And then he punches him in the face anyway. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Rocco, I get it. I won with the unicorn. I won with the <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rocco's Modern Life was such a good show. Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 All right. So for Duke, it really was. You know, there's yeah. a movie, like a TV movie. Yes, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it was. It's basically Ro- like Rocco can't handle. The, the, the he can't handle being out of the nineties. Yeah, he can't handle the world yeah, as it is now. The house that rocketed him and his friends into outer space. It comes back to Earth, Earth mm-hmm. and he's still stuck in the nineties, but it's like today. Later. And like Filbert and uh and Heifer, Heifer, they're fine with the new with the new world, but Rocco's just like, yeah. I need it to be the nineties again. Yeah. Oh I haven't seen it, but I I need to. I, I God I love that show. Yeah, it was great. It was it was really great. It was so if a lot we, of under <laughs> lot of under the wire see, jokes too. Oh yeah, let me see the thing. Yeah. How yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. So here's my idea. The cast of Rocco's Modern Life supplanted into this movie, yeah. and if it comes up, we can figure out who's who. That's a numbers are hard. Twenty five. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Rocco is Rocco, yeah. obviously. Uh, we never actually see Rocco's parents, so we're gonna have to like play around with things. So I think it's Melba. Well, no, because mom has has lines, so mom would be Doctor Hutchinson, uh, or or the widow Hutchinson. Wait, but that's not Rocco's. No, it's not. We never actually see Rocco's parents. Yeah. So like, it's it's like it's like Rocco would be the like the actor playing Rocky. Mm. So it, um, so the be- like we need like the best friend character. So the Rom- Romolo would probably be would would be Heifer. Yeah. Mm. And when we see him at the end, and he's all like strung out, it's like Heifer when he was uh, when he found out he was adopted. And he's like all strung out at the burger joint. Oh, you know, not realizing he was raised by wolves. Yeah, like literally raised by wolves. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll tell you when I've had enough, you greasy plate jockey. Mm. Ooh, Dijon. I remember so much of random shit, but yep. I can never remember important stuff. Mm. Like, I discovered, like I, we mentioned this off mic, I discovered the other day that I remember the entire theme song to Cat Dog. Why? I don't know. I didn't even really like Cat Dog, but I know it. I know the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh. All right. So we got any? Uh, what do we got? Um, the only other one I had because when uh, Paul Newman wore the prosthetic nose, yeah, and the end was he kind of looked like Matt Smith <laughs> a little so, bit. Yeah. So <laughs> I sort of try this before I open my mouth anymore. Uh, 28. All right. A good multiverse issue, um, but I would say it's just like, I gotta go ahead and fight Tony Zale. <laughs> Why do I gotta go ahead and do it here? Oh, God, I gotta have a good Chicago. right hook. Chicago. A good <laughs> right hook in Chicago. Well, Chicago is a cool. Tuesday. I've never got the hang of Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I, I love that. I love yeah. that. I never got the hang of Thursdays. Yeah. I never got the hang of Tuesdays. Tuesdays are boring. Uh, just because he's still my favorite doctor. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really all I got for that. I think that's yeah. That's pretty good, I think. Okay. So, All right. So, we've So, I need to go find the Rocco TV movie. One Punch Man. Yeah. One Punch. <laughs> the movie would be very short. Yeah. <laughs> Saitama just down. Well, I guess he would just go through his same arc and have to find something besides punching. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. We've just done this one here. It's kind of a little rare one, but it really is one of the best. Uh, Paul Newman is rated pretty high. Um, I so, enjoyed it. Yeah, so yeah, next... I like uh, when his dad finally broke down and cried. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was like, oh my god, human emotion. And, yeah. And, and he didn't know what to do, and that was pretty good. Yeah. So um, next week we'll dive into one of his better known ones, Cool Hand Luke. Hey, hey. So, if you know more about it, let us know. And uh, we'll s- powers. Yeah. Yeah, and we will see you next time on Movie Theater Time Machine. So, be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good now. <laughs>